1: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Radiovania, episode fifty-one. Your nerdy area public 51. radio, area fifty-one. at area fifty-one? Okay, well, should you're... we start over? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fun. Welcome to your secretive under the under the uh, under the garage. I call this the booty call episode. In a in a box in a in a big wooden box episode of Radiovania. Um, top men. Top men. I'm your host. One of your hosts. <laughs> Zach Critello, at Zach Critello on Twitter, and uh, sitting across from me is uh, John Swanson Parker.
2: What's going on, everybody? So uh, squad took a hit last
1: Yeah, week. squad took a hit. We'll, we'll have more on that in a little bit. But uh, thank you for listening in on Radiovania. If you're a, if you're a new listener, welcome. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. Um, John's eating a uh, powdered donut right now, so that's going to be fun for the audio listeners.
2: <laughs>
1: um. Well, uh, if you've never heard of Radiovania before, if this is your introduction, you picked a good one. I think. (laughs) Or or a bad one. Um, Radiovania is basically just a nerd culture, pop culture sort of dive into the things that we care about. And uh, oftentimes that includes movies, technology, video games, music, sports, or uh, alcohol. In our case... How's that donut doing? <laughs>
2: <I> can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so uh, stuck in
1: my mouth. So ordinarily we jump right into the news since this is a news-oriented show, but oh god, we have a good. few things we need to talk about.
2: Uh, yeah, I we saw Thor. We
1: we saw it. Yeah, we don't Did, remember it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, John and I, uh, ever since John moved up to the great, great white north of Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, we don't get much time to spend with each other, so when we do get time to spend, we decide to go all out. And I believe the quote was, "We never, we never, we never get drunk enough." This is what you said. Yeah. This is what I said. Before we were we at proceeded Mad Mex,
2: yeah, eating burritos and drinking beer. And I was like, "Should we get one more?" It's like in Ocean's Eleven when they're talking about, "Do we need one more?" And you we were like. <laughs> You're like, you know, he's like, you're like, we always say we're going to get drunk and go see a movie, but we never really get drunk. We always like go to the movie and then we're not drunk by the time the movie starts. So we got another 22 ounce beer. And then we went to the torpedo room before the movie. Shout out to the torpedo room. Shout out to the torpedo room. Like you split wanted to call, you you skipped a, a big po- portion. You said you wanted to call out Mad Max. Yeah, your uh, flank steak burrito does not have enough steak in it. It had like five pieces of steak maybe total and the thing was like the size of a baby <laughs> so <laughs> it was all it was all rice my friend child size mm-hmm. all rice yeah Big yeah mistake huge yeah
1: i was not super enthralled with my meal but um i'm
2: sure it saved my life at least a little bit or ruined your life you got pretty sick that's true. What do you think about that. Actually, you know what? Mad Max probably, destroyed, probably you. destroyed me. Yeah. Go fuck yourself, Mad Max. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So I, uh, uh, we wanted to say more about Thor. We wanted to give a full like review and you know sp- like talk about the things we liked and uh, you know. I, I, I think we could. Okay, well then let's go ahead and do it. But, but it's sp- gonna be a little D- hazy. Yeah. And it's also discretion gonna be- warning to the audience: This might not be my, Zach's best review, <laughs> because I had to leave the movie at one point because I was feeling so sick to my stomach. Yeah, you disappeared for like the last hour. Not, I feel like I wasn't gone that long. But when I came back, I, I didn't. <laughs> When I came back, I was worried I was going to have to get sick again. So mm. I st- stood in the hallway oh, so I could see the screen. That's right. And I kind of just leaned against the wall and watched the movie from there. Okay. So it's definitely one of my... I've <laughs> here's, our, here's my spoiler-free review before jumping into spoilers. Okay. I had fun when I was watching the movie. I really enjoyed the visuals. Um, Taika Waititi, man. You did yeah, a really good job. The humor was spot on. I mean, mm-hmm. I laughed multiple, multiple, multiple times, and a couple of the times I really remember laughing Or the acting scene. Do you remember that at all? Yes. Okay, yeah. That w- With <laughs>
2: Damon. Yeah,
1: exactly. That might have been the funniest part of the movie. <laughs> that was my favorite um, part. I remember yeah. being in stitches laughing at that. Uh, and uh, what's his name? Uh, Rich Hemsworth. Uh, yeah, well, and- Not Luke. Um, Jurassic Park. No, Luke Hemsworth. Yeah. Who's the guy from Jurassic Park? Uh, Jeff Goldblum? No, no, no The guy that you like The do- the doctor Dr. Brandt Dr. Grant Sam Neill was in that Yeah, movie? Sam Neill was
2: one of the a- Sam Neill was the actor That was playing Odin I'm pretty sure Oh my god I don't even remember <laughs> that I remember Yeah, I remember Matt Damon was there And Luke Hemsworth The one from Westworld Was there Yeah He was playing Thor Which is hilarious Yeah, it is pretty funny what a good idea. That's definitely a Taika Waititi Oh, idea. yeah, for you sure. You know what I mean? He's yeah, like, there was you know a- it would be funny? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I really hope that Marvel is able to retain him a little bit because... Um, I say just let him do a one and done, and we'll just r- remember him fondly. I don't know. I'd like to see... I don't know. I li- I- I'd like. i like to see his influence other places, but... Um, On what? I understand.
2: Maybe... Uh, Guardians?
1: Yeah, that could be cool, but yeah. you don't want to take away... James Gunn's James Gunn's Never going to yeah. give it
2: away. Yeah. Um, What's the character... I would like. Uh, they're not going to do any Hulk movies anymore. I don't think it would be interesting to see. He's just what a supporting he character. That, he's just a supporting character at this point. I would like to see a Taika Waititi uh, Fantastic Four.
1: I could get because they me.
2: can make fun of all the other Fantastic Fours in it and just kind of like play it off. Yeah, that's I think that'd be really it, yeah. good. Once Marvel attains the rights from Fox, because we know that Fox is going to have to give it up eventually. Yeah. So I like Thor. I want to see it again, obviously. Uh, with a clear Definitely mind and a clear best conscience, of the, best of the Thors
1: for sure. Um, it seems to be that way. Uh, <laughs> I really liked the other Thor movies, and I know that not everyone's on the same boat as I am. But I found those movies to be really just fun popcorn movies. They're fun, dumb, and loud. They have cool soundtracks and cool acting and cool characters, and uh, I liked them. But yeah, I mean, this movie is. Sitting at a really nice, I'm pretty sure, 90-something on Rotten Tomatoes?
2: Yeah, I would guess so.
1: Um,
2: We'll have that review pulled up here in a second. But, John, what did you uh, think about Thor Ragnarok? So, now that it's all coming back to me after we read a summary right before the show. It's at 93 right now. 93%. Okay. I really liked Ragnarok. I have a couple little grievances with it where even though I was pretty sloshed, I was like (laughs) thinking to myself, I was like, why did they do this? But I thought it was really good. Kate Blanchett is awesome as a villain. I really like having uh, the Hulk included as like a supporting character. Tessa Thompson was really cool as Valkyrie. Like as a new character. Goldblum, awesome. Gotta love that Goldblum. was so good, dude. Uh, I just thought it was really it's just nice, it's a nice change of pace that there can be these movies that are just really, really funny and just like a completely breath of fresh air. Within the MCU and within any comic book um, movie, the the world that we live in, the comic book movie world that we live in. I mean, think about it. By the end of this year, there will be like six comic book movies total, right? In the year? This year. Lego Batman, Logan, Guardians, Spider-Man, Wonder Woman. Thor. Thor. Justice Justice League. League. Seven. Seven comic book movies this year. That's a hefty bunch. I didn't even realize that that
1: was how many came out.
2: Logan was in March, dude. It's yeah, <laughs> like, crazy. This year has been a good year for movies. This um, year has been really good for movies. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was awesome. I would like to see it again for sure. But I, would, I could say safely, even though I don't remember a whole lot about it, that I could put four Ragnarok. <laughs> <laughs> we are not credible journalists at all. <laughs> that's so funny. I could, put, <laughs> I could put Ragnarok up there in like my top, definitely top ten. I could definitely say top ten. Definitely top ten Marvel movies, potentially top ten comic book movies, maybe even top five Marvel movies.
1: Mm.
2: Yeah, I'm going to have to see it again to form a uh, complete opinion. This this is is the one thing, this is the grievance that I had. You ready? Carl Urban. Why was he there?
1: He needed... uh, The reason
2: why he wasn't on the poster, I figured out, is because he doesn't matter in the movie.
1: That whole little
2: character arc was just completely... Unnecessary. He's just there to bust out two M16s at the end. Spoilers. I forgot about that. Yeah.
1: All right, well, that's your Thor review. That's all I have to say oh, about it. Oh, what I will say, I
2: like not having the human characters in this. I think it helps expand the world more. Uh, you the mean fir- like Earth characters? Yes. The, oh, okay. the first two, Thor is tied to hanging out with Natalie Portman yeah. and Kat Dennings and Stellan Skarsgård and all those people. Oh. Whereas in this one, he's hanging out with like people that fly on horses and the Hulk and like aliens and stuff like that, which I think is awesome. Yeah, it's way more cosmic. Yes, it's definitely more cosmic. It with Like Guardians, it, which is awesome. It works better for the Thor Helps character. to expand the world. Helps to make it funnier for sure. Yeah, I think I think, I think the haircut worked. Spoilers. Oh, for sure. Spoilers. Well, well that was in the trailer. With an. Eye. That was in the trailer. Yeah. Spoilers. He looks pretty cool with an eye patch. Which I think is funny that that's not in the Avengers trailer that t te- that leaked because they couldn't show everybody because mm. it would spoil this movie. But he'll definitely have an eye patch in Infinity War. Interesting. How were they able to make that trailer without like? Well, that trailer's still not out yet, though. We've seen it though. We
1: watched it. I know, but it's <laughs> not like out released. Released. It was so just they like could, leaked. they
2: could cut one that he's got an eye patch. Yeah, patching. for sure. All right, let's do the news. All right, let's do the news. Um, this is Weekend Update with Zach Rotello and Jonathan Parker. So, we got a few trailers to talk about.
1: We got a few big pieces of news, but let's start off with Ron Howard revealing the name of
2: the Han Solo standalone movie. Okay. How do you feel about it? Solo. Solo, a Star Wars story. Uh, to me, The undertaking that they've had with this movie has been one of the most historic and craziest pieces of pop culture news in a really long time, possibly ever. I think you can definitely get away with just taking the easy cop out and just going, you know what? It's called Solo. (laughs) Thanks. Because we know we're all going to see it. You know what I mean? (laughs) And I kind of like how they're doing a Star Wars story for all the anthology Yeah, it makes sense that... This just this just reaffirms that the Obi-Wan movie is going to be called Kenobi, a it's Star Wars not, story. Don't that's... Or Ben.
1: I don't know. Kenobi just doesn't sound like a movie.
2: Ben, a Star Wars story. Ben. <laughs> Have you Michael could call Jackson it, do the theme song. What about uh, Twin Sons, a Star Wars story? <laughs> Duback, a Star Wars Do-back. story. Snice noodles, a Star Wars story. <laughs> Isn't that what Max he, Rebo? Max Rebo. I, I would, would totally see a Max I would Rebo. I'd see a Max movie. Rebo movie. He's Max bl- Rebo was blown to smithereens, <laughs> but his legends will never die.
1: <laughs> so yeah, that's a uh, Solo. Solo Star Wars story. I think that's when fine. Do you think
2: we're gonna get that trailer.
1: Um, me Right. No, I think it's next Christmas.
2: They pushed it back? I think so.
1: Because oh. remember, Christmas is Star Wars time now. That's right. I think maybe if we don't get it before The Last Jedi, we'll get it in January or February or something after the dust has settled on Star Wars and okay. Disney needs something to bump. The dust is never settling, dude, ever again. I don't know, dude. I felt like we forgot about Star Wars for a little bit this year. Not like. I know that sounds like heresy. But like, watch your wor- <laughs> you Ellie, Watch your mouth,
2: ma- Ellie. You are treading on
1: some mighty thin ice here. But like, I don't know. The hype is definitely. I think that the hype, the levels of hype that we were experiencing before the Force Awakens have come down a little bit.
2: Mine are back up for the Last Jedi. I'm Mine are still honest. not there. And Let's we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll
1: get to that with the Star Wars Last Jedi trailer. This is the official trailer. Um, it's got thirty-five million views. On YouTube right now it was published on October 9th 2017 it's about two
2: minutes and 34 seconds what did you think I really liked it I liked it a lot better than the uh, the teaser from Star Wars celebration this got me so jazzed to see this movie yeah it's a really well-cut trailer it is a really well-cut trailer and it looks gorgeous yeah um, it looks
1: awesome that's the one thing that keeps that I keep coming back to is and I ever since the trailer came out, I've been thinking about going back and watching Force Awakens. I don't remember Force Awakens looking this good. No. And that must be a Ryan Johnson joint that it looks the way that it does. I mean, like, the cinematography is just really on point. A lot of the... I don't know. Everything looks really crisp and clear. And, like, even in these, like, darker scenes we're seeing right now, it's, like, the lighting is really, like... It's, like, soft and... The characters look good where they're doing it and like everyone's there's a lot of close-up angles too lots of like eyes lots of like f- faces lots of scars and
2: What do you think of the uh, back the aid <laughs>
1: <laughs> It's interesting it's it's yeah. I mean it's a it's a interesting look I wasn't sure how they were going to handle him getting a facial scar but Looks that's good. that's probably how I would have gone cool. about doing it Um
2: I love this this part the falcon flying through this like crystal cave or whatever Yeah I love the porg Shout out to the Porg. <laughs> um, the one thing
1: that I do take issue with this trailer, though, is that it does what The Force Awakens' first trailer did, which is... Misdirection. But I felt like the misdirection in this was a little off-putting because it suggests some pretty big things. Like, it suggests the death of Leia by Kylo. Mm-hmm. It suggests ray ray like turning to the dark turning side turning to the dark side yeah it suggests kylo like coming around i guess yeah. it suggests like maybe luke dying or luke being an ass or <laughs> yeah that's true so i don't i don't i i want to hope that it is just a force awakens misdirection like extravaganza but it also kind of worries me because a few of the things that it's suggesting are things that i don't really want to
2: see happen i don't think they will happen i think that is a misdirection that's why it's a good cut trailers because it gets you excited gets you thinking but when push comes to sub- shove it's probably not gonna i hope all so play out that way because my mom who d- has no affiliation for star wars or whatever like she
1: saw the movies when i was a kid because i loved them but she like told me she was like i watched the trailer i can't believe ray's gonna turn to the dark side yeah my mom texted and i me. was like I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's just the trailer. But then I started thinking about it, and I was like, oh, no.
2: I put the trailer link in. We have a little group chat with my family called The Fantastic Four. Nice. Um, And my mom was like, oh, my goodness. Is Kylo Ren going to kill his mom, too? I don't know if I could handle that. (laughs) Is Ray going to turn to the dark side? And my dad texted me, too, and he's like, "Ray better not turn to the dark side. And I was just like, guys. I can just
1: picture your dad saying that. Guys, I don't think it's going to go that way.
2: We'll see. What's your favorite? What's the standout um, from the trailer for you?
1: um, I'm going to still say it. The scene I'm most anticipating is whatever they're going to do on that planet, the dry desert-looking planet with the red smoke. Crate? Yeah. Uh, that shot is just that re- battle I love those really cool. yeah those stark reds really cool those little speeders the, the speeders head. are cool I can't wait to see how they implement uh, ADATS in Last Jedi so that'll yeah. be interesting yeah. ADATS for a new generation
2: yeah have you seen the one minute teaser that came out like uh, two days yes, ago yes
1: I did there's that shot of Luke in the Millennium Falcon that's oh just God. like tears
2: you dude know? I cried I was like <laughs> oh my goodness that's my favorite piece of propaganda so far from The Last Jedi like Build up, but from this official trailer, um, besides the Falcon flying through that cave, I think the the standout for me would probably have to be Luke holding the lightsaber. Yeah, that was pretty impressive. And he's like, like looking bewildered and stuff like that. That's so cool, dude. Yeah, (laughs) they did a good job with. Does it? What happens to your robotic hand after thirty years? Does the skin fall off eventually? Like. I would think so. If you don't get it serviced, there's no Star Walmart. He there's can't like Star go get a new Star. Mart. Can't go get a new hand. Well, he's also on Act Two or whatever. He's. Yeah. Like, I kind of like it, but they're gonna put a glove on that bitch really fast. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. That's <laughs> you know, too much CG. It that budget's just like for a little bit of that movie. Yeah, he'll have the robot hand for like the first couple of scenes, and then he's gonna put that glove back on. Yeah. Um.
1: So speaking of trailers that weren't so good, Black Panther.
2: You better better
1: be <laughs> careful, man. You're gonna be make this polarizing. I know. So so we have different opinions here, but uh, Black Panther. They did a tr- second trailer for Black Panther. Uh, this is not the Run the Jewels one. This is the one with Malcolm X, uh, the voiceover, and um, I like it a lot. You
2: like it a lot. Yeah, I I've been saying this since the beginning. I'm really hyped for this movie. Yeah, it looks
1: so dope. Yeah, it's definitely. Uh, I'm ex. Uh, Watching it with the sound off, lots of cool shots, lots of cool imagery. Wakanda looks cool. Yeah. The technology, all that kind of stuff. Yep. And I like Chiotel.
2: I like everybody.
1: So I, uh, yeah, I hope for the best for this movie, but I was not... Dude, he's such a
2: badass, man.
1: I did not think that this trailer was cut particularly well. I thought it was a little uh, schizophrenic, like kind of just... There's a lot of bouncing shots and action that we've seen before. It's kind of like muddled a little bit, and I didn't really like the music that they decided to pick. Like I, I felt like it, the Run the Jewels trailer fit so uh, like a, a thousand times better. That
2: first trailer is significantly better. However, this one I think does a really good job of showcasing the world, which I liked a lot to get me excited. Because Wakanda is a, this is a big deal. Big part of Marvel. It's yeah. a big part of Marvel. Yeah, it's a big deal to have that. Um but I like the colors a lot. I think this looks really cool. Michael B. Jordan looks like he'll be a pretty good villain. Um, all the additions of like the the side characters and expanding the Black Panther plethora of characters. I think it's yeah. going to be really, really fun. And we get Andy Serkis and Martin Freeman in it, too. Little, a yeah. little dash of Hobbit in there. <coughs> a da- little spritz. Bam. A little spritzer of Lord of the Rings. Yep. We'll have more on Lord of the
1: Rings later, actually. Oh, okay. Lord of the News story. Uh, another trailer. What did you think about the Justice League trailer? Because this dropped on October 8th. <coughs> one of the 12 <laughs> Justice League. Two days after the Star Wars trailer, Warner Brothers is like, shit, what do we got? Give him another Justice League trailer. Um. Uh, this one is the trailer that begins with Lois walking to the field and seeing uh, a vision of, of a Clark. Clark
2: Kent. Yeah. yeah. First... First um, showing of Clark Kent for since, Justice League. Uh, since BVS? Yeah. What would you think of the trailer in general? I didn't really like it. I uh, yeah, hate I hate the part at the end where the Flash is like, that's the bad signal. Oh, that's your signal. Oh, 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 that's your oh. signal. We got to go. And and Ben Affleck's just like, get me out of these movies. <laughs> 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 we should do a cut. We should do it. And we
1: should, and the movie comes out on Blu-ray. We'll we'll put it up. We'll take out all of Ben Affleck's dialogue and just replace it with an inner monologue of him going like, "I can't Hello, believe Dark I signed up for six friend. of these."
2: What Did am you I see doing the? Here? Is the news story about the music one of the things? We that wasn't that? one of the
1: things, but I was going to bring it up while we were talking about DC. Okay. Um, so yeah, it was revealed that Danny Elfman is going to bring back the original Batman theme for Justice League and for, uh, movies going
2: forward. They're also going to bring back the original Superman theme too. I heard hear about, about that. that. But um, like with a dark twist is what Danny Elfman said.
1: Yeah. Cause that's exactly what, uh, that's
2: what DC needs. Yeah. A dark twist. More dark twists. Take one of the best superhero songs ever and what should be our nation's nat- bah, national,
1: anthem. <laughs> it's just going to be a dubstep version. Um,
2: Jason Momoa, dude.
1: Yeah, it's just sad. I'll never be that. You know, yeah. I want that. Um, I just want I want to be that body. Uh,
2: yeah. Okay. So, worried about Flash. Worried about totally. Cyborg. Totally. Really pumped about Wonder Woman. Sure. Batman. We'll see if he's interested in being in the movie. Got it. Uh, Aquaman. I mean, look at look at this. Shot. Hold on. This shot right here of Batman is like the most telling. Like,
1: be, uh, audio viewers, I'm so sorry audio listeners but like how disinterested does he look right now yeah that is a man who doesn't give
2: two shits it's so unfortunate too because i think if he tried and if he had a really good script he could be the best batman on screen the way that he looks in these dc movies is like right out of a comic book it's awesome but That's he just not what
1: doesn't care yeah it just doesn't that doesn't matter We're like, not, yeah yeah he could look cool and he could look the part and maybe even like, act a part sometimes. But if, if it's not, I, I mean, like people like to crap on Christian Bale as Batman. This is my favorite part right here. That little smirk. Yeah, yeah she's cute. She's amazing.
2: Yeah, she's adorable. You watch that SNL with Gal Gadot? Yeah,
1: right? that SNL. That was the funniest. That the the bit with the where's, Con- where's they did the, Conny- the Entertainment <laughs> Weekly thing or whatever. I was I was in I was in tears watching that. I was laughing. Yeah, so Yeah, it's really funny. Um, but yeah, Gal Gadot is great on that one. But. Yeah.
2: Okay, she's so she's gonna have to carry that movie.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be really interesting to see how that how that all goes.
2: Uh, That's in up- two weeks though. Pretty. pretty really? Cool. Yeah. It is coming. It's oh in two weeks, God, God, dude. I forgot. Yeah.
1: Wow. Well, it looks like we got to do last night all over again.
2: I, dun dun dun, 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 dun. <laughs> My family's gonna be visiting me the when <laughs> it comes out, so we'll be up at the party. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, really quick. I don't think I could do last night again. Yeah, I'm gonna have to wait a month. <laughs> wait, we'll have to year. do this.
1: We'll have to do it for Star Wars. Just get so bombed we can't remember Star Wars.
2: No. <laughs> I won't be drinking a week before the movie. Wow, that's bold. No, I'm just kidding. I will. Uh, but, so <laughs> we gotta move this along though. I'm going but Stone Cold in, sober in that movie.
1: In a side tangent to Justice League, I'm gonna connect this story via Jared Leto and Suicide Squad. But um, apparently Jared Leto confirms involvement in uh, Tron 3. So like a sequel to Tron Legacy. Oh. Um, He said, Is it going
2: to connect to the Blade Runner universe?
1: (laughs) I don't think so. But Uh. that would be kind of interesting. He said, quote, it was a huge movie for me as well. And I do think there's so much potential in that world. There's so much left to be said. I'm absolutely game to try and help in any way they can to bring that to life. It's something that we're in discussions about and very much looking forward to bringing to reality. It's very early days, though. End quote. Do you like Jared Leto? It depends. Yes. I would say I, I generally like him. I mean, I like 30 Seconds to Mars. I grew up listening to the, uh, those first two albums when I was when I was like in junior high school. I didn't really get into him as an actor until Dallas Buyers Club. Um and now That's when he's the um He won best supporting actor for that is one. Is that
2: the one where he's like really thin? Yeah. Right? Yeah, he lost a lot of weight for that one. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I like Jared Leto. That,
1: right? Huh? McConaughey is in that? McConaughey is in that, yeah. With a mouthful of donut. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> I love McConaughey, man. Yeah, me too, man. Uh, all right, so Hollywood Reporter. Logan team on dreaming up a Laura spinoff and finding the drama in Wolverine's Goodbye. They really waited long for that. All right, here we go. <sighs> Hugh Jackman has said goodbye to Wolverine, but the story isn't quite over. Spoilers Several- for Logan. Yeah. I by heard. the way, this is, this article features like super heavy spoilers, and this came out October twenty fourth, twenty seventeen. So it's still kind of fresh. Seven months after the film hit theaters, Jackman and director James Mangold are still processing the level of praise lavished on the film, which exceeded their expectations from when they set out to tell story to end all Wolverine stories. Logan was made for less money than the previous two Wolverine films, but Jackman's R-rated swan song became the most financially successful of the three by far, with 616 million worldwide. Um, the film is continuing to defy expectations. Blah 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 blah. Uh, okay, the rare superhero project that doesn't exist to help set up a shared universe or sequels—a spinoff is brewing. Quote, we're just working on a script, Mangold says of a film that would center on Daphne Keene's Laura, and it has emerged as a possible awards contender. Uh, Quote, I think I have a healthy concept, I think I have a healthy contempt for this kind of film, even the genre, end quote, Mangold tells The Hollywood Reporter when they asked why the film appealed to comic book fans and general audiences alike. Quote, I tried to bring with it a kind of jaundiced eye about the formula that we've gotten really in the habit of delivering on and was trying to deliver a picture that offers some of the same sense of wonder and imagination that these films tend to offer, but doing so in a way where it's less about fetishizing costumes and equipment and CG effects and more about the character. End quote. So there's not much in this article talking about the actual idea of a Laura spinoff
2: movie. I really do like Daphne Keene in Logan, so I would for sure go see another James Mangold-directed Weapon X, if you will, quote-unquote, sure. project. Um I just, I just think know. that I just think that you ended it so well, yeah. and she did an amazing job as one of the better co-stars in a superhero movie in a long time, without even having to speak a whole lot. Yeah, just let the success continue to bubble because Logan is one of my favorite comic book movies, one of my favorite movies in general. I watched the uh, the noir. Yeah. Cut the other day, what'd you think of it? Really good, cool, really good.
1: My my thoughts are it's in
2: black and white. It's same ending, unfortunately. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Unfortunately. Yeah.
1: Um, My thoughts on on the matter are as such: I I like Daphne Keene's Laura. I liked her uh, inclusion in the story, but quite frankly, I don't think she has the weight to carry a movie. And I don't know if I care. Like I think that the ambiguous nature in which her story is left at the end of Logan is better than. Like answering the question, what happened to Laura after the end of that movie? It's like, I would rather just in my mind visualize what happened
2: to her. Like, I don't wait un- wait 20 years. Sure. And then make another movie when she's older. That could be cool. Old man, Laura. Old. <laughs> just call it
1: Laura. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we'll see if this actually happens. I kind of have my I have my doubts. Yeah. know, um, from I go. Just,
2: just leave it alone.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah, I'd probably say so. So, from GoNintendo.com, Detective Pikachu movie to start filming in January of 2018. That's all I got. Uh, <clears throat> Goosebumps director Rob Letterman will be at the helm, using a script from Nicole Perlman, who did was doing Captain Marvel. Alex Hirsch, Galaxy Falls. It's going to be a live-action adventure with some CG interspersed. <laughs> for Pikachu, because it's f- not real. For Pikachu. <laughs>
2: It's a guy in a Pikachu suit. <laughs> Did you see that there
1: was the petition to make Danny DeVito Pikachu? It was, uh, it got like the most signatures of. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine? Pikachu!
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, Detective Pikachu talks.
2: Yeah, that's why Danny DeVito would be awesome. Pikachu! <laughs> <laughs> How good is It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? It's pretty good. Pretty good. It's really good. It's pretty good. It's really good. It's really it's it's funny. It's yeah. It's really good. Okay, it makes me laugh, it makes me chuckle.
1: So I had a story here about, uh, but it's not loading.
2: Hmm. Make it up.
1: Oh, here it is. Okay, Gareth Edwards from The Raid is in talks to direct a DC Comics Deathstroke film. Did you see The Raid or The Raid Two? Okay, it's so on Rogue One.
2: Okay, this is a different guy.
1: Gareth Evans, Gareth Evans, Gareth Edwards, Edwards no, Gareth Edwards is the, is Rogue One, Uh, Gareth Evans, however, that's confusing, yeah, is uh, (laughs) The Raid, tomato, Um, tomato, The Raid is one of the most brutally violent and crazy action movies I have ever seen in my life, I've still not seen the second one, although I've heard it's really good, but, um, That could be cool. I mean, like, just Gareth, Ever- Gareth Evans doing, like, a comic book movie in general sounds cool. It kind of sucks that it has to be Deathstroke, just because I don't really care about that character very much. I mean, it's cool, There's but... There's a lot.
2: There's a big market for him, dude.
1: Yeah, there, there are a lot of people that... Li- and
2: uh, I like Deathstroke, It is still unclear whether or not Joe Manganiello will be uh, Deathstroke. You know, you blew my mind when we were watching Toby Maguire's Spider-Man, and you're like, that's Deathstroke. He's Flash Thompson. I was like, what? <gasps> <laughs> Crazy. All right, here's a big one.
1: <clears throat> Did you see this photo? Nope. Okay, so we're gonna go through this step by step here. Then, uh, John Favreau and Disney tweeted out and posted on Instagram and on the made its rounds around the internet. Uh, the official confirmed voice cast for The Lion King. And let me preface this by saying I am not excited for this movie in the slightest. I think it's a cool idea, but I don't really have any care about a live action version of maybe the best disney movie of all time it
2: just kind of sucks that they're doing it's it it's like but kylo, it's like kylo ren says in the last jedi let the past die kill it if you have to exactly just leave it alone yeah they should lion left it alone. king is the best animated movie i would probably say so ever
1: yeah it's one of my favorite movies of all time top ever. five i'm sure
2: don't ruin it Jungle Book is a different story because that movie is really good, the cartoon, but it's not but it's not well beloved and not such a popular such a pop culture icon as that opening shot of the Lion King, you know. Yeah. Wow. <sighs> All right, hit me. Donald Glover is Simba. We've known this for a while. Yeah. Beyoncé knows Carter really childish Gambit as Nala. Okay. Beyoncé is Nala. How do you feel about that? I say uh, it's great, because if you say anything bad about Beyonce, you will get murdered. <laughs> uh, I think she'll be fine. Right, be be She's a great
1: actress. James Earl Jones is Mufasa. Okay. Chiwetel Ijefor is, is Scar. Oh. Um, Alfre Woodard is Sarabi.
2: Who's Alfre Woodard? This, oh, yes. Okay.
1: She, was in, uh, she was in the What I know her from is the beginning of uh, Civil War. Oh. Isn't she the lady that talks to... Tony. Tony. I'm pretty sure. I think you're right. Um, John Oliver is Zazu. That's a good Which one. we've known that for a while. That's a good pick, I think. I didn't know that. John Canney is Rafiki.
2: Who's John Canney?
1: This guy right here.
2: Oh, also from Civil War. Yeah. <laughs> Se- Interesting. I'm I'm seeing a, a theme A here. parallel
1: here. It's almost like John Favreau is directing it. He is. I
2: know. <laughs> uh, Seth Rogen is Pumba. Okay. And
1: Billy Eichner is Timon, which... I like that pair. I like, I think
2: that'll I
1: like be that funny. one. Yeah. Eric Andre is Zizi, which I who is that character?
2: One of the hyenas.
1: Okay. Yeah. Uh, Florence Kasumba is Shenzi. Okay. Keegan Michael Key is Kamari.
2: Okay. So those are the three hyenas. Yes.
1: J.D. McCrary.
2: McCrary.
1: McCrary is is a uh, young Simba, and then uh, Shahadi Wright Joseph is young Nala summer 2019 how do you feel about this
2: i don't like the idea of a live action lion king yeah, in general we'll um them. however that that's a good cast yeah for sure um if you're gonna do it if you're <laughs> what, gonna do it which it looks like they're going to uh, uh, yeah, that's fine. fine but why wouldn't you just i like to edge it what ch- <laughs> the dude that guy I like him a lot, but why wouldn't you just get Jeremy Irons to come back for Scar if you're already bringing James Earl Jones back?
1: Yeah, I would have have kind of preferred to see that. And I like that actor a lot. I like him as Mordo quite a bit.
2: That's the Doctor Strange guy, right?
1: (laughs) You really should watch Doctor Strange
2: again. It's pretty good. I love the part where he's like... Shambhala. He's like, that's the Wi Fi password. He's like, we're not savages. That's the one part that I remember that I really like.
1: That part bothers me too because it's like, really? why would you write that <laughs> on
2: parchment paper? It's, it's like, so, don't be. I think it's so funny. I also like Shambhala. Nathan Drake leads an army. Uh, <laughs> wow, that's an old one. We talked about Shambhala. That one. This kid, dude, this week, I was taking kids on a hike. Yeah. Because that's my job. Shout out. Um, And he was like, dude, this place is like Uncharted. And I was like, yeah, it is kind of. He's like, you know, Uncharted. And I'm like, yeah, dude, I love Uncharted. I was like, those are like my favorite games. He's like, nice. Respect, man. Respect. He like gave me a high five and like hugged me. I was like, oh, that's great. Yeah. Uncharted. Connecting generations. There you go. Oh, sorry. I was in like mid-stretch there. That's okay. Okay. Shout out to the Lost Legacy. Go play it if you haven't played it yet.
1: While we're on the video game, let's switch it over to uh, Paris Games Week. So we had a few. Bi- we had a. F- we talk about it. Now. Yeah. Well, hold on. <laughs> yeah. So you didn't watch the conference. No. Okay. I didn't even know that there was a conference. Yeah. I, so. Um, Tell me a story, Zach. Yeah. So I was watching. I, I I was watching it at work, and so I didn't really get to.
2: <clears throat> you are I didn't allowed really... to watch things at work? Well, we had it on on the computer while I was folding t shirts. It's <sighs> homage. I was thinking, you're no, a no, no, not job. I was like, how? <laughs> 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 Sir, can I get some more water? Yeah, you're hold like, on, shut
1: up. <laughs> 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 They're announcing The Last Guardian right now. I got it. Okay.
2: Um,
1: the Wi Fi in here is just garbage, man. And none of my news stories are loading. So I'm just going to have to do this all from memory.
2: Let's preface this show. We are in a hotel room. We yeah, that's true. We this. didn't even talk about the fact we're that we're in a hotel we? room. We met halfway between Cincinnati and Cleveland. That's why I called it the booty call episode, <laughs> because it's like we're meeting up in a strange town overnight to do it. Well, here we, we, did. We, did. We, did. <coughs> we did. We did. We did. Yeah, a few times. Yeah, yeah. So, two pump chump. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: Um, Batman, man, this is just terrible audio right now. It's just, all right, I'm going to cut this part out. No, while this is loading,
2: <laughs> tell the folks at home what the conference is.
1: Yeah. So Par- Paris games week is
2: becoming, I didn't even know this was a thing.
1: It's becoming really big. Um, okay. it's a showcase in Paris, obviously, but, um, like almost E3 big it's, kinda in the way that D23 is becoming mm- Comic-Con. Big. Yes. It's kind of like E3 for Europe. And in Europe is becoming, um, Europe is becoming, uh, the market for video games in in Europe is expanding greatly. Uh, It's always been big, but Sony has a really big presence, especially in in the East, in Europe. And um, it makes sense that they would announce a lot of pretty big stuff or like showcase a lot of their biggest stuff in a country where... know they need to boost sales because they've won our territory yeah maybe they need to win some people over there but uh paris games week october 30th uh here's a a, just a general summary of the things i they announced because i can't for some reason no one's no i can't find an article where anyone's published like here's everything they announced you should make one i should just write the article
2: yeah
1: um well, they they showed a new trailer for The Shadow of Colossus remaster uh, remastered for PS4 which looked great.
2: Did you ever play the original? Uh
1: a little bit here and there. Uh, I watched get my this friend's one because I yeah. heard it's amazing. Same. Never played it. Mm-hmm. I, also I have mean, no idea what it's about. I've heard I've heard it's like the director wanted to make like a Zelda game for an older crowd. So it's 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 gorgeous. I mean like even the old one it's like all polygonal and blocky and shit, but it's like it's still it's a beautiful game. Um, God of War was showcased. New gameplay. Uh, it was like War. a gameplay demo. Yeah, God of War. Um, it was when like a five minute. Th- so there's no release date. Yeah. Exact release date. Classic Sony. Yeah, Classic Sony. And we'll, That's what
2: they should do, though. I mean, like you never attach. release Yeah, dates and
1: I agree. Stuff. That's the kiss of death but for if, anything. But my my stance on the fact on the matter is, if you're not prepared to attach a release date, don't show anything for it. Which would suck because that would completely ruin. E3, but I hate building myself up for these games, you know? Like, Last of Us, we're not going to be playing that game for another year and a half, maybe two. And it's just like, why are they why are they teasing so much so early? I bet you
2: The Last of Us comes out next holiday. Okay, drink bet time. Optimistic. Drink bet time? Yeah.
1: I say... I say we don't see the last of us until
2: 2019. Okay, I say 2018 in within the calendar year 2018. Drink bet deal. Whoa, we nice just going, <laughs> dude.
1: <laughs> we just knocked that mic for a loop. <clears throat> Sorry about that, audience. That was our. That was the stamp I'm on the drink bet.
2: Um, <laughs> Guacamelee
1: 2 was announced for PS4 which, have if, if you played Guacamelee? Uh, no, I thought you said guacamole for a second <laughs> Guacamelee, one of the m- most fun games I've ever played it's a, it's like an old school style retro like Metroidvania style game but you play as this like luchador, this guy that's a luchador oh man, the, the soundtrack is so good, it's like traditional like. Do you go to a bowl of guac? Uh, I think you eat, there, you eat guacamole in the trailer no, the guy is eating guacamole in the trailer.
2: Cool. I like guacamole.
1: I can't wait for that sequel. I love Drinkbox. Shout that, out that to game Avocados. <laughs> uh, yeah, shout out, big shout out to av- Avocados. Av- av- avocados. Um, and those are the biggest announcements. Yeah, oh, the other one was...
2: missing a big one.
1: Well, we're, we're going to... That's obviously the cap. The biggest one. There was other... Uh, arguably, I would say there was a bigger announcement than Last of Us 2. Because that wasn't <laughs> an announcement. It's just another trailer. Get the fuck out of <laughs> Uh, Ghost of Tsushima was announced Which is uh, Sucker Punch's new project Sucker Punch is a studio known for Infamous, Infamous 2 Infamous Second Son Uh, They did Sunset Overdrive On the Xbox They are one of my favorite developers And we haven't seen them do anything since Infamous And uh, they revealed their new project It's called Ghost of Tsushima Uh, It is a I don't think it's first person. I think it's a third person open world samurai game set in feudal Japan. Um, that sounds pretty cool. It sounds really cool, and if th- if it plays anything like Infamous, they just they those guys are masters of gameplay, man. I mean, like Infamous feels so good to play, like jumping and uh, gr- like grinding on stuff and climbing up walls. It's like turning into lightning. Yeah, it's exactly. It's yeah. it, they made a game that feels exactly the opposite of Assassin's Creed. Like Assassin's Creed sucks to play. Infamous.
2: What do you rocks. hear about origins?
1: Uh, I've heard good things, which is, uh, you it's know, out good. Now, right? Yeah, it's out. It was out the same day as Mario, um, but I opted Sorry. for Mario. Yeah, yeah. It was funny. I went to the midnight release for Odyssey, and there were literally eighty people in that GameStop that I went to for sure. the midnight yeah, release. It's a big deal. And they sectioned us into groups, and so the guy was like, "All right, everyone." mario odyssey this side and everyone's like Whoo! and then it was like <laughs> assassin's creed and one guy went <laughs> <laughs> and then he went over to the other side picked up his coffee and left <laughs> that's awesome and
2: there was like the rest of the 84 of us were like that was like when mario i would odyssey. go i used to like i was really really into nba 2k Ooh. in high school and i would go to the midnight releases to get it and it would always be like all right Monster Hunters for the DS on this side. And everyone would go over there, and they're like, NBA 2K, over here. And I'm like, "Whoa, <laughs> That's <was> me. <laughs> that's me, that's me, that's me! I was like, yeah! And they're like, you couldn't wait till tomorrow to play basketball? <laughs> I was like, nope. <laughs> Gotta play it now. Gotta play it now. Updated right. rosters. So let's not delay this any
1: further. Tell me what you thought about The Last of Us Part 2 uh, Paris Games Week trailer. It looks
2: so good, dude. It, like... I don't know what engine they've made, but it looks like it's from another dimension. It's um, so crisp. That's a good
1: question, and I actually haven't thought about that yet. And I doubt that they've said because thing, it's man. still so early in development. It looks like a movie. This looks a thousand times better than anything Naughty Dog has ever made. This
2: is this even looks better than Uncharted Four, which this we, looks better which than we were like, which was like gorgeous. Like yeah. this looks crazy good. Um, it's also really brutal, though. Yeah, that's the thing. Really is that, brutal. Uh, it's very violent, and that was something that like it made me sick to my stomach to watch. Yeah, but I still wanted to watch it because it's tied to The Last of Us. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm super, super, super
1: curious about where they're taking this, uh, where they're taking the story. I like that it's Donna.
2: It's not a Joel in L.A. trailer. Yeah, That's um, interesting.
1: And the Druckman came out and said that these yeah. characters are important in the story, I so watched, these are main characters. Yeah, We're just I watched that thing. We just don't know like exactly how they play into everything. Do you think this is
2: a different timeline?
1: Um, because there's a lot of theories floating around.
2: And I even had a theory when I watched it.
1: So I think that this is probably pretty concurrent to
2: what's going on with Joel and Ellie right now. So you think these are characters that they'll run into? Yeah, for sure. Do you think you'll play as these characters? Uh, No. I don't think so either. I think there'll be a band of people that you run into. Sure. I mean... It, w- the Last of Us
1: was known for having those segments where it's like you run into these other players and you, and, you hang out with them for a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So um, I think these are just, these are they're just introducing us to side characters. And this is why this is an, another reason why I think this game is so early in development, because this is what they decided to show. Like this, it, this is what they decided to show. I think it's a misdirect. I think it's it, well, it's yeah. Intentional. But I think it was like I, I hate to be negative about Sony because I'm I'm I would never be negative. I, I not negative never, but like Sony is open to criticism too. Mm-hmm. Even though they're like my favorite, one of my favorite companies. And not Sony, but PlayStation. Uh, I think someone, some executive that was planning Paris Games Week came to Naughty Dog at the studio and was like, "Hey." we want to show something off at Paris Games Week. What are you guys working on? And they're like, well, we're working on The Last of Us Part 2, but we're still doing engine stuff. We're, we're building a new engine. I mean, we're working on, you know, details, and and, and we, we're, our story is still coming along, and, like, we're designing. We have a whole team designing multiplayer, and, they're like, and, and someone at Sony was probably like, okay, great. Uh, what can you show us from The Last of Us Part 2? And they're like, oh, geez, man. Well, it's like, uh, we have a B team working on this, cut scene with with some of our side characters and they're like all right perfect can we show that and they're like well it's like 5 minutes long and they're like that's fine that's fine as long as it's last of us that's I fine know. i think it, i think that i
2: That's how it went down exactly I think that's word how for <laughs> yeah
1: exactly i think that that's probably the gist of what happened because this just seems like i it's a it, it does feel like a very Druckmann thing to do just like show something kind of so brutal yeah, it's really violent. Uh, hammer, dude! Goodness gracious! Well, the, I don't. The shot of the people hanging like really bothered me because there's like one guy's intestines are all hanging out, and I was just like, Ugh. "This." I wonder if the, the, the ESRB might make them dial back the violence.
2: It's definitely gonna be rated M, kids. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> don't leave home without it. For sure. Um, so I got a question, couple questions for you. Okay. Do you think that the woman that they are trying to hang in this trailer, do you think it's Ellie's mom? Have you heard these ideas? Because this is what I thought when I first watched it.
1: I haven't heard that theory, but no,
2: I don't think so. You don't think it's Anna? No, I don't think so. You don't think this is a a flashback where we're f- we're following Ellie's mom's story and Ellie during the same game? Because I think it's highly possible that you play as Ellie... And there's a couple parts in the game that you will play as her mother. And that the reason why this lady was trying to cut open her belly is because they think that the... Like, I'm thinking this is right after the outbreak. I think they think that the at the beginning, these people think that, like, the infection grows inside people. But remember, it's all up here in the brain, not in the stomach. So I think that they're, like, cutting people open to try and get the infection out and, like, cleanse them, quote-unquote. Like, this is some type of, like, righteous group of hunters if you will um, I think it's highly possible it's Ellie's mom
1: yeah I hadn't heard that theory before but that, that does make sense um, I still don't think that that's what it is I don't think that they're going to do time jump I don't know I, that just seems kind
2: of they did it on Uncharted 4 yeah,
1: well, A times. but I, the issue I wouldn't have with that is with the t- jumping times uh, because they did that in uh, Last of Us too. I mean, like you play the first part of that game takes place before the outbreak or during the outbreak.
2: Um,
1: I don't. I, I don't know.
2: Like, what if these are the characters you play as in the very opening prologue? and then you at the very end you find out that it's Ellie's mom. And then if it goes last of case, us part 2 and then the rest of the game you play as Ellie.
1: If that was the case that would make sense, but that just seems like such an it- that would be an it- who knows man. I mean that could be a really interesting direction, but I feel like the dynamic is still
2: Joel and Ellie. I feel like that's going to be is. the dynamic. I'm just saying there's only like I think they're showing these characters, but they're not going to be in it for very long. Okay. I think it's a really good way to get people kind of excited for the game and to get them thinking about stuff. But in the grand scheme of things, the game's going to be about Ellie and Joel. Like, it, that is The Last of Us. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of interesting things to think about. Yeah, but that's true.
1: It's I didn't even think, I didn't hear any of those theories or key anything. Key points. But, uh, yeah.
2: Beautiful. Violent. Neil Druckmann's you know, a god. A ways away.
1: All right, next. So that's all following. I got. That's that's all the news. Um, those are the biggest news topics of the past, you know, few weeks. Um, I had written on here that I got the new iPhone. If you're interested in tech at all, uh, I've had it for about 24 hours at this point. Um, it's good. <clears throat> I mean, it's an iPhone. Yeah. It's no uh, home button. No home button. It's all screen except the seven for the notch. Uh no, all lightning <laughs> But it means that there's a dual Stereo speakers on the bottom Which makes music sound really great If you're playing it from the device Um, Battery seems to be lasting great Like I've been doing some I did some heavy app downloading yesterday Like all the updates And I still had like 50% When we went to the movies Um, uh, What else? Face ID works pretty well I mean I've only The only thing that really pissed me off Is that I knew beforehand that some sunglasses wouldn't work because it's all infrared how it scans your face, Sure. and my Ray-Bans don't work with it. So I guess I can't wear sunglasses, my Ray-Bans, and do face ID. So, Aww, which is you, kind of a
2: bummer. You poor, poor millennial. Yeah, I know. But it was for, and it your was first world problems. Yeah. It was Take funny your though. Sunglasses off when you need to open your phone. There you go. Problem <laughs> solved. All right,
1: we should Dad. have a, we should
2: have a separate podcast where I rant about things. Okay.
1: <laughs> I thought that was the
2: more you know. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, I don't get no respect. Um, You ready to go to the dad cave? Uh, yeah. Do you have any questions?
1: Well, we haven't talked about Mario Odyssey at all. Oh, yeah. I finished it. Do you like it? Yeah. You finished it. I beat it, yeah. Oh, well, so wow. I rolled the credits after about 12 hours. Okay. It's r- it's short. Do you like it? If you're just doing the main missions, it's really short. Uh, it might be the best Mario game ever made. You heard it here
2: first, kids. Uh, I hate Better to than build Mario up, World. I
1: hate to build up expectations. You're talking
2: about like Super, Super Mario, Mario World. World. Yeah, for the SNES. Um, cause I think that's the best Mario game ever.
1: It they're duking it out in my head right now. I gotta be honest with you. I mean. Mario, wahoo,
2: wahoo, wahoo.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna break of your legs. <laughs> I, uh, let me just put it this way. My friend was asking me like, so you're, you have two games for the switch. And I was like, yeah. And they were like, you have Zelda and Mario. And I was like, yeah. And they're like, has that justified your purchase? And I was like, oh yeah. And they're like, so which one do you like better? You're leaving out the fact that you have one, two, Switch. Oh, that's t- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I paid 50 bucks for that piece of garbage. <laughs> cr- <laughs> it's, it's brought me some fun. Jeez, Gazorpazorp field Leon. <laughs> <layoff. laughs> you you know,
2: stupid, white <laughs> piece of human garbage. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Whoa, Gazorpazorp. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, here, someone was asking me, they were, but they were like, which one do you like better? And I told him this. I think Z- Zelda's probably a better game. Okay. Breath of the Wild. But I'm having more <sighs> fun with Mario. Okay. I'm having... I'm still playing that game. There's so much to do after you finish that game. Like, that game... I could play that game forever. There's literally so much to find. And co- it's a collectathon. a It's crazy. There's so much to go do. And it's like... I thought that I had found everything in this one world... And then I l- went to the list to see how many moons there are, and I was like, and the list kept going, and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> I was like, I'm not even close. So uh, if you're looking for a game with a lot of fun, a lot of replay value, and just a lot to do, this is it, man. I mean, it's it's gorgeous. It's fun. It's funny. the The writing is particularly funny, which yeah. I never thought I'd say, In but like Mario game. D- Mario's dialogue is funny. His <laughs> dialogue. Yeah, I mean, it's like sparse, but it's it's like. I, I, he's like he talks in like catchphrases, but oh, okay. I, was <laughs> just saying, I was like, is this like a story? <laughs> he's like, there is a story though. Yeah, I, mean, well, like, I
2: know. Is story. you saved the princess? I'm sure.
1: Yeah. Well, you, it's let me put it this way: there's a twist ending that Ooh. I did not expect coming, right. and it and it like almost made me cry. Aww. It's the first time a Mario game has ever made me like well up a little bit. I've probably ever. They play on your nostalgia. Really hard. Um, and spoilers for Mario Odyssey. Can you tell me?
2: Because I won't play it for a really long time. I'll
1: tell you after the podcast. Okay. But spoilers for Mario Odyssey. I'm gonna uh, for a skin. You might not want to hear this if you want to play Mario Odyssey and be surprised by it. But the last kingdom. When you get to the last kingdom, and I won't spoil the last kingdom is because it's amazing. <laughs> but in the last kingdom, you, you get a skin that you can pay for. Pay, uh, like you collect this currency in each world, and if you find enough of the currency in the last world, you can buy a skin that makes you look like Mario from 64. So it's polygonal and 64 bitty. That's funny. It is awesome. So awesome. I haven't taken it off since I got it. That's cool. So cool. Um, Yeah, Mario Odyssey, 10 out of 10. It's amazing. Nice. Uh, One of the best games I've played. Nintendo's
2: doing it. Yeah.
1: Welcome back, Nintendo. Now just a virtual console. Yeah. No kidding. All right, so, uh, yeah, let's go to the... Oh, my God. There's the demons coming back. Uh, Darkness. Where are we... Demons. Where are we going,
2: John? To the dark cave. (laughs) Uh, So last night when we were at (laughs) Mad Max...
1: Oh, last night. How could I forget it?
2: uh, We were talking about Christoph Waltz and about how great he is. Yes. And we came up with an interesting topic. Top five performances... Of the decade, mm-hmm. all right.
1: And I'm, uh, I'm, 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 gonna say it early, but I, I, I don't, I didn't have a five written down. I realized I did four, but not five. So maybe one of yours will, okay, help me out. But uh, why don't you, why don't we trade off? Yep. So we'll say like one, one each. One.
2: yeah. Two for you, one for me. Okay.
1: So In no particular
2: order. No or order. Or do you have yours ranked? No order. Okay. No. All right. Um, let me look at it to make sure. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, do. We'll take this time uh, to mention uh, da, 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 Lucas da, 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 the bartender. Da, da, da. Uh, yeah, talk about Lucas. All right, I got my list. All right. He's go a good ahead. guy. Uh, <laughs> Viola, Viola Davis in Fences. In Suicide Squad. No, fuck <laughs> that movie. In Fences. Okay. I saw Fences on a plane this summer. It's a really artsy movie, but she's really good. Okay. Like really good. Um, she has to put up with Denzel Washington, whose character is a dick. Um, but if you haven't seen Fences and you have three hours, it's worth watching. It's just like a drama fest and it's just like splurred out on a screen. But she's really good in it, dude. Like really good. I think she's a great actress. And I'm, it's unfortunate that the her as Amanda Waller in Suicide Squad didn't work out better because she's a really good actress. I, I didn't
1: mind her in Suicide Squad. It's just like that everything surrounding terrible. her is terrible. Yeah.
2: So yeah, Viola Davis and fences for my
1: um, first. So I just realized here I have, I have one down that's not a film. I have one from television. That's okay. I have Breaking Bad. Uh, Brian Cranston. Um, Say
2: anything about TV? Yeah, big. it's
1: unfair to like. I it's kind of unfair to think about that. I could have dipped in there too. But Damn. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, really good performance. Th- one of the most unbelievable dramas of all time, Breaking Bad, from start to be- start to end, is like. Almost a perfect show. I mean, I can't think of many things that I don't like about Breaking Bad. And uh, Brian Cranston just ca- carries that show, dude. He's perfect. He just plays such a, like, uh,
2: tortured soul. It's like mm-hmm. perfectly. Very, very perfect. brutal anti hero. Yeah. I like uh, Jesse. Yeah. Jesse's Jesse, my favorite. Yeah, Jesse's great.
1: Um, Bitch. It's a shame that his <laughs> career hasn't really. Taken off
2: Taken off He, he was in Central Intelligence s- He was in Need for Speed <laughs> He was in Central
1: <laughs> Intelligence
2: He's a bad guy Spoiler But um, Okay What's your next one? Um, my next one Is Hugh Jackman In Logan Okay Thoughts? It's a good pick I think that's It sums up the decade I think pretty nicely He's been Wolverine A couple times This decade Since 2010 um, <laughs> Unfortunately X-Men Origins Is one of those times that That is Wolverine uh, but I think he really acted his ass off in this last one. Yeah, he did a great job. Um I do think that's
1: in, and I mean this in That's a, my one genre pick. Well, I mean this in the in the most like loving way. It's a very selfish pick for you. I know. And that's but I, I don't totally not that. I know, I know <laughs> you
2: don't care. I'm just saying like I almost went with Harrison Ford in the Force Awakens, so you're well, uh, you're lucky yeah. I didn't pick that one. Um
1: I, my number two, I have Christoph Waltz as in uh, Django as Doctor Schultz. He's also one of my five. So that was my three.
2: Okay. All right. Next.
1: Next, uh, <laughs> I have Ray Fiennes in Grand Budapest.
2: Oh, that's a good pick.
1: Uh, Grand Budapest is one of my top ten, maybe even top five favorite movies of all time. And uh, man, he, he, that that character is just so unique. I've never seen anything like that in another in any other movie since. But uh, he kills it. He's he's so great and. Uh, Everyone in that movie does a great job, all the cast. I was even thinking about doing, like, even that the young actor that plays Zero is just is really funny. and like Tony Rivaloli or whatever. I think that's, a, yeah. Ravioli. He, Tony Ravioli. <laughs> He's uh, Flash Thompson in Homecoming, right? That's true. He was, yeah, he was. That's true. Penis Parker. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. But, uh, yeah, that's my, uh, that's my number three. Okay. So what's your number four? Michael Keaton in Birdman.
2: Oh, I forgot about Birdman. Birdman. Dude, he crushes that. Yeah. That's so, He's so good in Birdman. So watchable. Michael Keaton might be one of my favorite actors ever. Yeah, that's a great
1: pick. Yeah. Um, my four is... Uh, oh, wait. Did Dark Knight come out? Dark Knight was 2008. Oh. Otherwise, <laughs> <Keith> Ledger, <laughs> Heath Ledger would have been in there. Yeah, it was 2008. All right, so I'm two picks down. Well, you got Man, I was really drunk You got night. two
2: uh, La La Land people you could go Yeah, to. I was going
1: to... Okay, so I'll put in... Emma Stone almost
2: made my cut. Almost.
1: Yeah, so my selfish pick is Emma Stone, La La Land. Definitely not the best performance of all time,
2: but for me. In the decade, it's a good performance. It is. Um, Keep talking. All right, you ready for my five? Yeah. All right. Charlize Theron in Mad Max Fury Fury Road. Wow. As Furiosa. She's really good in that movie. Yeah, that's... That's a really good movie, too. That's a good pick. Yeah, I'm pretty awesome. (laughs) <laughs> I'm. Great. Um, I did that. I acted in that movie. I'm great. Yeah, Charlize their own Mad Max Fury Road. Hmm. There's a
1: lot of good picks on here. Uh, McConaughey from Dallas Buyers Club. McConaughey from Interstellar. McConaughey from Interstellar is great. All right, all right,
2: all right. <laughs> Let's go to space. <laughs> uh,
1: Leo DiCaprio from um, The Revenant. Wolf of the Revenant, but also from uh, uh, Wolf of Wall Street. That's Ooh. a pretty good pick. I
2: haven't seen that movie. You haven't
1: seen Wolf of Wall Street? Oh, oh. man, you would love that movie. I'm sure I would. Um, yeah, I don't know. My last two picks, I'm going to go Emma Stone, La La Land, and then... Uh, Ryan Gosling, La La Land. <laughs> Ryan Gosling, La La Land. don't <laughs> <laughs> uh, <of> garbage. <laughs> I don't want to belabor anything by thinking about it on the air I messed up but okay. I, there's my four that's okay four and a half. Four, four
2: four four and a half I like four it the... I like it alright so do we have anything left before yeah I... comic shop talk comic shop talk hit me up they're good comics okay. are fun to read that's good uh, Batman Metal is really really enjoyable okay so, right so that's now. still that's the, that's the big thing that's been going on right now it's been going on for about a month and a half now okay uh, a lot of there's the main story and there's also all these like little one shot tie-in books I've been reading all of it it's cool. It's a really good story. It's just a fun little alt-universe type crazy thing. Scott Snyder's just his brain just exploded on a page. It has all these DC characters that go back from like the fifties that like people haven't seen in a long time that are coming back, like Plastic Man and uh, Steel and Doctor Fate and just like all this cool stuff. And so like basically the premise is it's kinda like Stranger Things. There's an upside down multiverse called the dark multiverse and it's all these worlds that only last a little while before they explode and there is a dark version of the justice league called the dark knights and it's all bruce waynes from different earths but they're all evil and they're all like a different thing so like there's one bruce wayne who was in love with wonder woman on his world until he got jealous and he killed her and he's like he has Ares' helmet and he's like part god bruce wayne and then there's also a um Bruce Wayne that had to infect himself with a doomsday virus so that he could kill Superman because Superman went rogue and he's like an evil doomsday Superman or doomsday Batman. It's really cool. It's like a lot of interesting ideas. There's, like a, yeah, that seems there's cool. like a Bruce Wayne that merged with a flash on his planet and he's called the Red Death. And so he's like Batman with the flash symbol and he runs really fast. But Barry Allen's consciousness is still in his head and he's like trying to like Bruce I'm your friend. I can help you. And he's just like shut up and he's like running really fast. Um, How long? How long is uh, all this been? Like, is metal? It's gonna go on until next year. Okay. Have they done into January? Have they started doing trades for it? No. Okay. Yep. Still single issue stuff. It's still coming out. The main story is only three issues in, and it's eight issues long. Hmm. So they're on a bit of a hiatus, doing all these one shots about the various Dark Knights, so that when you do the next one, the coolest one, it hasn't come out yet. But there is a Bruce Wayne who looks like the Joker with hmm. Batman. And he has little Robins on leashes that are like demon Robins. It's kick-ass. Huh. It's super like metal. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but a big thing that comes out this week, or not this week, but this month, uh, Doomsday Clock. I remember you Superman were talking about Superman versus um, Dr. Manhattan. They're pumping it up in every, every comic book I've been buying. There's an ad for it. Um, Jeff Johns with his longtime partner artist, Gary Frank, it looks really cool. There's an awesome cover for issue two of it. Gary Frank wasn't the one that did Hush, right? No, that's Jim Lee. That's Jim Lee. Yeah. Gary Frank has done like Batman Earth One and other things with Jeff Johns. There's a really cool alternate cover that I'm going to buy for issue two where Batman is in the Batcave reading Rorschach's journal. That's That's pretty cool. Pretty cool, dude really cool.
1: And you're still enjoying the Watchmen kind of angle that they've been doing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the Doomsday Clock would be the first thing with that in a while, right? Dooms I feel like you've been talking about
2: Doomsday Clock for like months. The, well, they teased it this summer. Okay. Um, with that Superman Reborn thing where you found out that there was like another Clark Kent and it was Mr. Mix-a-pli- um Yeah, they've been talking about it for a while. They've okay. been pumping it up. Um there was a character that a lot of people thought was Osmandius. You remember that Mr. Oz guy that I was talking about in, like, the green? Spoilers for people that don't know. It's Jor-El. He's still alive. He escaped Krypton somehow. Because Dr. Manhattan put a blue bubble around him when Krypton exploded. So I don't. We, so we haven't really figured out if he's telling the truth yet or not. But so far, it's kind of cool having Jor-El back. And he's coming back to get Clark off of Earth because he's like, I made a mistake sending you here like they they will never respect what you stand for because, like, you do all these amazing things for them, but they still continue to tear each other down. It's really political, but it's hmm. kind of cool. So, And jor missing an eye and stuff. It's awesome. Like Thor. He's got a chunk of kryptonite in his eye right here. Like, it exploded, hit him right in the eye. Yeah, it's crazy. Wow. Yeah, and right. there's Marvel stuff, too, but I don't really read Marvel books.
1: Not up to date on anything Marvel-wise?
2: Um... Gene Grey's coming back. okay? Pretty soon. I'm reading Old man Logan. That's really good. Um, there's a lot of Spider-man books out there, but it's not the same anymore. He's like a CEO of Parker Industries and stuff like that. It's, it's terrible. Peter Parkers and Business he has, adventures. He has, like <laughs> a, he has like a kid and stuff like that. Like everyone has kids now, which is weird. Like Batman has a son. Superman has a son, and like their sons have their own comic book called Super Sons. They're probably appeal I mean they're trying to appeal to the Batman older audiences. Batman is the worst father ever. He never hangs he's out with Batman. Da- he never hangs out with Damien. Oh. Batman proposed to Selina Kyle and she said yes. So right now they're going to get married. This doesn't in- like this doesn't have anything to do with metal at all. This is like in rebirth. Terrible, dude. It's awful. Right now he's going to fight Talia in the desert, with Catwoman, and they call each other, like, Bat and Cat, and they have, like, it's like their little pet names for each other. I hate it. I hate it so much. (laughs) It's terrible. Because you would rather him be with Wonder Woman? and you just don't like I don't want him to be with anybody. (laughs) Like, I like him better when he's brooding. I don't want him to find love, ever. That's what makes Batman great. He's a dark character. He's always, like, the only person he's allowed to be in love with is Robin. Oh,
1: my God. They'll
2: they'll rip... Catwoman away from him i'm sure it's just like like i love his relationship with selena kyle it's great but why did they need to be married like interesting they've completely changed her from being like an anti-hero that he like chases like the chase is the best part about the relationship you know what i mean it's like she steals stuff he catches her they kiss he puts handcuffs on her when they're kissing, and she's like, why did you do that? And he's like, because you're bad. And then they, she goes to jail, she busts out, rinse and repeat. But if they're married, they're going to be, like, hanging out at the Bat House with, like, all the goddamn Robins walking around, and, like, Alfred's just going to be like, what happened to this world? <laughs> all right, well. That's another b- thing. Comic Shock time took a dark turn. There's five Robins right now. Way too many Robins. The Joker needs to kill, like, four of the five. It's just like we need a cl- we need a cleansing uh, like a calling of the robins. There's Duke Thomas is the signal, Damian Wayne is Robin, Tim Drake is Red Robin, Jason Todd's alive, he's the Red Hood, and uh, Dick Grayson is Nightwing. You know Axe, everybody besides Dick Grayson. Nightwing. He's the man. He's you the like night- you've always liked he's Nightwing. The OG. Right? I love Dick Grayson. He's a great character. All right. That's it. That's all I. That's got. all you got. I'm gonna. Yeah, I was just. I needed to bitch about Batman. For That's fine. Bit. Cause like metal. <laughs> this it, week I'm bitching about Batman. Yeah, just, metal <laughs> is really good, but like the actual Batman story, like the actual Batman book right now, is awful, dude. It's so bad. Hmm. They don't need to be married. <laughs> I hope they get divorced. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> well, <laughs> on that note. If anyone objects to this wedding if if anyone I hope Superman comes down I object (sighs) Boom 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 boom. Alright well thank you all for listening
1: to this week's rendition of Radiovania sorry if the energy was I think we I think we managed to I feel like death I feel I feel (laughs) terrible I feel I feel like there's a hole in my head Um, or like cement in my heart (coughs) but uh, we did it we did an hour And, uh, yeah. So, we don't know when the next time we're going to be able to get together to do one of these shows is, but we have this guy in the pipe here, and then we also have an After Dark that is really funny and special that I can't wait for you guys oh to hear. My goodness. Uh, and uh, we've got some more, The More You Know, coming out very soon. I forgot the blast. Oh, <laughs> I forgot the blast. Uh, so, not mind. very soon. <laughs> soonish ish. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. If you enjoyed what you liked, if you enjoyed what you liked, <laughs> now the death comes. If you enjoyed what you heard today, uh, go to radiovania.com click the red subscribe button like a video leave a comment give us a topic suggestion whatever you want to do check out Lucas the bartender yeah at go Torpedo Room. at Lucas the bartender at <laughs> Torpedo Room um, go see Thor it was good uh, subscribe to us on <laughs> the podcast feeds and go to Twitter at Radiovania uh, tweet at
2: us we like I like tweets can we talk about how that nerd was about to kill me in the bathroom last night do you remember that? Oh when you said we were that- talking about, You were talking about Bioshock And I was like jokingly I was like nerd alert And he's like You better watch what you're saying On your buddy I was like Whoa man I was like Take it easy I'm a real nerd too And you were like Trying to like You are like He was just joking around I
1: was like Jesus I was like I'm here to see Thor That would have been The nerdiest fight ever. I think what
2: I said I was like D- Dude take it easy I'm like the biggest Wars fan <laughs> Oh jeez Alright that's it for a new video. That's so long Signing off
1: Bye
0: If you've got an insurance question, you could talk to a park ranger, but the only quotes they'd probably give you would be about the beauty of a fallen leaf or ripples in a pond, not the kind that could save you money on your policies. Or you could talk to your local GEICO agent, who's an expert navigator of the insurance landscape. They could use their expertise to guide you on ways to save hundreds on your policies, while leaving it up to your park ranger to save the wilderness and any endangered picnic baskets. Go online to geico.com local to find a GEICO agent near you.